Hey, it's Cam. Welcome back to another episode of This Might Be Helpful. I sincerely hope that it is. That is my intention. We're back today with the first solo episode in a while, and it feels good. It feels good. And I don't really know where it's going to go yet, what I'm going to talk about, but we will find our way with the emergence of each and every word. It's not up to us to know how things are going to work out. It's just up to us to have faith that they already are working out. It feels good to be back. It feels good to be doing this. Not that I've been gone. In a way, I have. I've been... I've been tending to the garden, to the garden of projects, to the garden of passion. And as I've spoken about before on this podcast, when I go through periods of expansion, expression tends to go offline. Sometimes you learn something new and it integrates quickly and It becomes part of your network. It has a little node that it fits right into. But sometimes you learn something that changes the way that you see. The way that you see yourself. The way that you see the world. The way that you see your path. And a period of consolidation has to come after expansion. We expand and then we need to grow into this new landscape that we've expanded into. And that's a process. It's not something that is easily determined with an estimated time of arrival. It's not linear. It doesn't even really make sense. But it's just how it is. When I have these periods where my expression goes a little bit offline I'm learning to honor that I'm learning to honor it because it's a necessary part of the process and the way in which expression is conducted these days and by expression we might also call that content although I think content is a lackluster word for what this is, what I feel it is. The word content brings to mind for me Instagram posts about 20 ideas you can do this month. It's like, I'm not going to put a number on that. I'm not here to just talk for the sake of hearing my own voice, nor am I so concerned with attention that I feel driven to seek it every day. And I'm okay with that. I I don't need any more validation. I, I feel valid as I hope that you feel valid too. 
right? It's a natural thing that humans do when we seek validation in the external. It's how we integrate into society. It's how we build community. It's how we become a functional component of this greater picture. But a necessary part of that process is the recognition that your intrinsic value as a sentient being is not allocated to some external source. That would be a misidentification of worth in external. And as long as our value and self-worth is tied to what is reflected back at us in the external, we'll spend our lives in this fruitless chase, this, this search, when what we're searching for is the seeker itself. So wrap your head around that one. It's necessary to go into the bat cave sometimes. You know, I think we all have the urge to go out into the woods, find a cabin and just be alone, <laughs> be amongst it. We all get that urge. But it's not always possible to act on something like that. And we also can't pin our hopes of restoration and rejuvenation on some faraway idea of freedom. When we've got all our ducks in a row and now I have the time to relax. Now I have the time to heal, to rest. Rest can be found in the little moments. Restoration, rejuvenation, invigoration. These are all qualities of experience that can be accessed and tapped into when we decide to and when we cultivate the capacity to notice our world through those perceptive lenses. For example, take a big, deep breath with me into the nose and a big sigh out. Another one, big breath into the nose and a big sigh out. And one more for good measure. Big breath in. And a big sigh out. <sighs> Letting it go. Coming to this moment. Coming to the now. We think that we are breathing throughout the day. But really we are being breathed. Only when you consciously take over that manual override. Are you the thing that is breathing? And even then, you're really just the thing that is consciously aware of the breath occurring. The body breathes. The body blinks. The body pumps its blood and beats its heart. 
the body is to be trusted. But that trust occurs when the mind is able to develop a real relationship, real awareness of your body, of how it feels, of where it is in space, of the field of sensation and undifferentiated matter that surrounds us at all times. Connection. So these things can occur in the little moments. Often just doing what you're already doing with the intention that what you're doing is restorative, is invigorating, is connecting. You can take three deep breaths, but what about three deep breaths with the intention of restoration? Let's try that out. With each breath, we restore our vital life force. Notice what this intention does to your breath, to the sensations in your body, to the connection between mind and body. Notice how when we change the way we perceive, what we are perceiving changes. So, with the intention and recognition of restoration, let us take three more deep breaths into the nose. Out through the mouth. Into the nose. Feeling the spaciousness in your belly and your chest expand, becoming more spacious, letting it go. Letting go of density becoming lighter, inhaling, restoration, rejuvenation, invigoration, exhaling any thought or concept or idea that disrupts the truth of that intention. We can restore ourselves through intention in a couple of moments of mindful breathing. We can tune into greater connection with the intention and a few moments of conscious breathing. And this extends into anything we do. We all have directionless days where you're kind of like a ship without a sail not really going anywhere, not really knowing where it is you're going, where it is you want to go, what it is you're supposed to do. Well, let's remove supposed to from our vocabulary because that implies a necessity, it implies need. But we have directionless days and directionless days stack and compound over time they create directionless months, years, lives. So how do we pick a direction? How do we make meaningful progress towards a life that we want? Intention. 
the absence of direction, intention is your waypoint. It is your anchor. It is your base camp. It is the place that you return when you've forgotten where you are and where you're going. Clarifying your intention for tomorrow. Allowing your subconscious to digest it, to draw it into its network, to begin recruiting emotional correlates and neural pathways. Waking up, re-clarifying that intention, following that intention with three deep breaths. You have now created the foundation for direction. Intention is powerful because it harmonizes subconscious activity with our conscious awareness. Intention filters in the information of reality in a way that aligns with our values, with our desires, with who we want to be and why we want to be. Intention doesn't have to be hard. You don't even have to make it up. Ask yourself right now, what is my current state of mind? And allow whatever answer emerges to just emerge. We don't need to evaluate the state of mind. We're just asking ourselves a question, a gentle prompt that elicits data we can work with. What is my state of mind. This morning, my state of mind was positive and excited, but restless. A little bit directionless. The full moon was doing some wild things to me last night. I am a good sleeper, generally. I do not experience insomnia. I'm very grateful. Like, my sleep onset, we're talking 10, 15 minutes. Once my head hits the pillow, night night. But a full moon has a different story, my friends. And last night was so bright, so much energy. And it's such a rich experience to be outside and a full, bright moon and see the world in a different light. See the shape and quality that the world takes on when it's bathed in the light of a big full moon. So that's what occupied my mind and body last night was the moon. And so I woke up excited. I'm usually buzzed after a full moon. And I mean like buzzing, full of ideas, full of inspiration, energy, action, let's go. And so I woke up with that energy, but also, you know, the deficit of sleep. So positive, excited, restless. That is my state of mind. That was my state of mind. After we ask that question, then we ask, 
what is my intended state of mind? Which is essentially asking yourself, how do I want to feel? How do I want to show up today? The practice then is the path you take to travel from your current state of mind to your intended state of mind. If my intended state of mind and body is grounded, I want to feel grounded when I'm grounded. I have security, I am calm, I am perceptive, I have clarity of experience and accuracy of response. Through two simple questions, how do I feel, how do I want to feel? That gives us so much information to work with. Because then I can say, all right, what makes me feel that thing? What makes me feel grounded? Standing outside on the grass, bare feet, looking at the sun, allowing the light waves to charge me up, but at the same time, tune me in to these greater cycles, these rhythms that we are all a part of. A gentle herbal tea, a walk, lighting an incense, sitting down, writing out my thoughts. And by the time I hit record, on this podcast, I'm feeling pretty grounded. We can ask ourselves, we can ask ourselves these questions at any time. And they expand to our lives as well. What is the current state of my life? What is my intended state of life? It's so easy. It's so easy to fall into old patterns and habits because we can't delete those. Once a habit is formed, once a neural pathway of perception, a rigid worldview, once these things are formed, they don't go away. We just make new patterns. The old patterns are still going to be there. So this to me presents an opportunity, right? Like there's so much healing is centered around going back, 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 figuring out what, why, how, and somehow developing a different relationship with that what, why, and how so that the familiar past does not emerge into this present moment with the same kind of intensity that generated it back then. That was a complicated way of saying that there are many ways to heal and certainly sending forgiveness and healing through our prior timeline is an important aspect of moving forward because there's any resentment, anything that is yet to be forgiven that is lingering in that past, we are still holding on to that. 
But the other side of healing is just in building new pathways, new options, new forks in the road. Let's take a tangible example. Many of us go straight to the phone in the morning. That is a pattern. It is a habit. And it's, it's disruptive. It really fucks with your flow because the phone decides your flow for you. You haven't given yourself a chance to decide how it is you want to feel, think, behave, conduct yourself. Waking up and looking straight at the phone, especially when we're in that first 10 minutes when there's this permeability between the conscious and subconscious mind, we are opening ourselves up to so much energy and that energy has a definite and categorical impact on our energy. Our energy becomes diluted. The composition of it has now been interfered with. When we wake up first thing in the morning, we're very sensitive. There's a lot of energetic vulnerability. Our morning practice should ideally be something that helps to establish energetic resilience so that by the time we turn to the phone, it doesn't matter what shows up on that thing. Your energy is strong, secure, grounded, and untouchable. So that pattern right there, that pattern of going straight for the phone in the morning, those pathways are going to be there. They're going to remain, and that's fine. Your job is not to undo history. Your job is to build future, but that only happens in the now. So can we disrupt a pattern like that and grant ourselves the space to choose a different path, follow that repeatedly until there is a, another pattern in this mind body of ours that is easily accessible, can be taken upon demand and gives us an element of freedom that we did not have before. We're not going to delete the pattern that the phone used, but we can certainly build a pattern where we wake up and we go outside, take three deep breaths with an intention and look at the sun. It doesn't need to be hard, but you do need to overcome the limbic friction. And that limbic friction is the discomfort or resistance you feel when you allow how you want to feel to guide your behavior rather than just how you feel dictating everything that you do. We're all tired when we wake up. Most of us, I think at least. And when we're tired, our brain is on energy conservation mode. It's like, where does the water flow when the landscape is dry? 
and the waterbeds have turned into a trickle. The water follows the path of least resistance. It's not going to jump the banks and shift over to a new landscape. That water is going to follow the oldest, most eroded paths in the river because that's what water does. And we have electricity dancing across neural pathways. And that feeling of limbic friction is the sensation of pushing that electricity away from the familiar and onto a new path. And once you do it, once you train your mind to really love overcoming limbic friction, you're kind of unstoppable. Because you know that that is how you transmutate your energy. That is how you transform and alchemize and realize your potential as a sentient fractal of the infinite. So to summarize today's episode, intention is how we establish direction. Intention is how we optimize perception and optimizing perception enhances our reception of the information of reality. It's not up to us to undo the past, but it is up to us to create the patterns that we want to inhabit for our future. But this is all done in the now. Ultimately, I think the message today is love yourself and be present. Uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, thank you. I'm so glad that you are here. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review. Rate us with stars so that I may misidentify my own self-worth and value with some form of external linear scale established to have us rise through the ranks and contribute to this capitalistic game of humanity. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> all right, I'm going to wrap this episode up because I'm not making sense anymore. I love you guys. I really do.